0: On the path of life, we all have our own unique destiny. The life of every soul has a heroic probability to manifest into its highest levels of abundance and joy, and to be filled with goodness and divine inspiration. That's why I created Awakening. With Sarah. And it is my hope to be a guide for you on the journey, bringing powerful tools, helpful wisdom, healing music, and inspirational guests to nourish and bless your journey of awakening. So thanks for joining us today. And we'll be on to our episode. And today's special guest is Mary Ann Illing. Mary Ann Illing is a somatic womb Meiji. She is the founder of the MAI Collective, a woman empowerment business that is on a mission to help women and she's spelling women WOMBEN. Around the world be seen, heard, and felt. This is accomplished through the modalities of womb wisdom, womb wellness, embodied dance, and somatic movement. Mary Ann is a sacred space holder with an honors degree in the field of psychology with a background in trauma. Through her lifelong path as a truth seeker, Mary Ann has explored many modalities and believes that we often use spirituality to bypass our feelings and reality. It is through red tent circles where she feels women are often heard for the first time. Through embodied dance and somatic movement, one is able to feel what's real and use art to transform his or her reality. Womb wisdom and womb wellness show us that pushing our bodies, dieting, and trying to squeeze into a fast-paced patriarchal world will lead to burnout. It is through the wisdom of the womb that we can return back to our natural rhythm, thereby restoring our nervous system. Mary Ann believes that every woman can truly embody the queen within and be the queen of her castle. It is in reclaiming our power that we find our truth. Her vision is to help women heal their past, paving a path for future generations that do not have to suffer a lifetime of deconditioning. I'd like to welcome Marianne to the show. And it's my pleasure to welcome Marianne to the show. Hi, Marianne. Welcome.
1: Hello, Sarah. It
0: is amazing to be here with you. Yeah. And I was I was thinking back, like, did we meet from the podcast collaborative? Is that how we found each other? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Marianne Anna and I are in a thing called the podcast collaborative, and it's great because there's people from all over the world, all walks of life doing podcasts. and. We get to kind of look at what they write and say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good match. I want to talk because like I don't want to spend an hour like talking to someone that I don't resonate with. It's not fun. But the minute I started chatting with Marianne on uh, Messenger, I was like, oh, yes, I'll spend an hour (laughs) with this one. Yes, yes. (laughs) Your intuition (laughs) knew. Yeah, exactly. So, um. So since I don't barely know you, this will be fun because we can just explore. So first, tell me about, well, I guess the path of your awakening, right? It's like my podcast is called Awakening with Sarah. So tell me about how Marianne like, began to awaken to the, to the deep, beautiful womb wisdom embodiment work that you do how did you come into that path so that's where we'll start perfect so i had
1: been playing in the spiritual realm since the age of 15 i would say my first awakening came from reading the book conversations with god i had come from a religious anglican background so (laughs) it was quite something to even be reading that kind of material Uh, and I've always been intuitive I knew from an early age I couldn't it's silly things like keeping cupboard doors open I had to have them closed and so I really felt different presences at certain times so that was always growing up as a child and then the older God I became more attuned to what was going on and I would really say for the longest time spirituality drove me and I followed the breadcrumbs intuitively to where I needed to be and then what happened is I got very academic (laughs) in the field of psychology Ah. and that kind of threw me out and away from spirituality and I became very clinical about diagnoses and that kind of thing. And all of a sudden, my husband and I ended up losing everything. We hit rock bottom It was pretty much the same time as I had done the psychology. And all of a sudden, he got this phone call to move to Cape Town out of nowhere. And so we just knew Cape Town, we lived in Johannesburg and moving to Cape Town is a beautiful wonderful place so much I mean you compare city living with nature there is no comparison so this had been something we've been wanting to do for the longest time and we took the call and we moved to Cape Town and he got a new job and I was in Cape Town knowing absolutely nobody And then very slowly, it was a time, I would say, of that rebirth where you're sitting at the bottom and you have nowhere to turn. And all of a sudden, I was guided to different people along a path. And there there was a lot of resistance going back into the working world, which I was going to do at the time. And I took a step back and I said no i'm here for more once you had it lost everything you start to lead back with spirit and soul because it's the only thing you know how to do
0: and then I get it yeah you're like building yeah. from the from the ground up i think yeah, up. Everything, everything can be so clarifying right you know, right if i'm only yeah. if i'm starting from scratch like from that soil what do I really want to seed right what do I really exactly. want to yeah exactly. I'm speaking of a garden because I'm in a garden <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it is it, it, we are cyclical beings and we work with nature so I love the way how you express that and so womb wisdom came around the time where I had come back into who I was After I would say a period of probably three years. Mm -hmm. And it just, I saw, it sounds ridiculous. I saw an advert for a womb wisdom course and I just knew I had to be there. In fact, the word
0: blood wisdom was what I was drawn to. Oh, wow. And that's why I've got the red rose behind me, right? I didn't know. I was like, this morning, I feel like being in a red rose garden. Mm. And I was like looking through my pages and I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. But um, yeah, and the blood, the the vitality of the blood. Jeez. What's interesting is that is that um, from the galactic, galactic perspective that I come from as a guardian walk, not a walk in, but as a guardian council um, being incarnate, in also this human body is that in the in the original plan, you know, menstruation wasn't part of the angelic human destiny. And yet, we have made such beauty out of out of this aberration, this interesting thing that happens as we're in this human form in this way. And so it's, um, I don't know, in a way, it's, it's, it's even more precious, because it's not something that occurs in any, like any other world. It's part of this earth experience, you know, with the blood and, and um, I remember when I can't remember when I was when I first learned about, like, letting yourself like bleed onto the earth and that that incredible intimacy of You know the the womb blood and the earth and it's like whoa that i can i can relate (laughs) like i mean i can feel the power in that
1: it's incredible women actually used to bleed onto the hay before they would plant and that would give it would give the village the exact um nutrients that they would need and so it it
0: fascinates me still that is cool yeah because like something that comes so copiously for women sometimes it's like an inconvenience it's like oh my god can be so used for the nourishment of the people it's just so, so beautiful
1: that is something else which is huge it's like most women think it's an inconvenience but when you start to peel back the layers
0: of this wisdom yeah. it is absolutely incredible Hmm so I kind of uh sort of diverted your flow so to come let's come back so you're starting over and you know yeah. I want to do something that really holds my heart my passion yeah. my life and so let's start there
1: so then it was an inc- it just flowed from there um as the feminine does so I went on this incredible journey a nine month journey there was a huge divide actually between my daughter and myself. And I'd also had what I would say, mother wounding. I didn't really fully see my mother for who she was. It was more all the, the victim and the blame. of, And yet we choose our parents. So that was an incredible healing experience for me because after receiving all this wisdom and working through it, the bond between my daughter and I just came back together. It was so beautiful. And I can remember, I can remember how old she was and looking at her even differently for the first time. And then what was so incredible is what we perceive in our own environment, they perceive. And it wasn't long after that, that she actually had her first bleed. And I was so blown away about how I could help her, but also how much she understood. She turned around and said, I should have known it was full moon that this was going to happen. Today.
0: <laughs> yes, I remember. I mean, I remember <laughs> we always remember like our first bleed. It's like this initiation, right? It's like I'm going from this, mm-hmm. from this real like little girl to like, whoa, you know, I can bear children. I mean, this is wow, this is huge and I was 14 or 15 and I was it was Halloween and I was dressed as a gypsy right I had this like purple velvet and black skirt and green and a scarf and earrings and everything and it's like oh my god <laughs> underneath all these clothes I had like I felt the moisture and I was like now <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it was just kind of funny all that circumstance but yeah, I think we all remember because it was, a mo- it was that moment when, yeah. whoa, you know, this is going into womanhood. I didn't feel like a woman at all at 14. I mean, for me, so much in those teenage years, my masculine self was very dominant, right? Because it's like, I wasn't raised in a world where the feminine was even represented very much at all right it was like get good grades in school perform do this the more you think the smarter you are the better you're going to be off in life right there was nothing telling me oh you are an embodied you know glorious there was nothing like that Mm -hmm. so i was all masculine and you know so i was probably like what's this thing in my you know what's this oh i guess i am a girl you know (laughs) right and it
1: an initiation it is a pathway into womanhood and most of the women i work with they're like i I never knew this imagine i had known and often i end up then saying well let's do an initiation receive what is fully yours and they've been much older women just so grateful that they had the opportunity
0: then that they never got to celebrate it yeah because time right time is so fluid and we can Mm -hmm. go back and we can rewrite the timeline we can go back and meet that that younger version of us and bring all that beauty into that moment and then it it unfolds from that moment on it changes the timeline that's why Like in my work, when I do timeline repair, it's so beautiful because it's like a blossom, right? You go back and you seed this positive experience and then it blossoms like the whole field up until like this moment. And like, I'm a crone, right? I stopped menstruating rather early in uh, 2012 at the age of 47. So it was really, my mom stopped at the age of 40 I mean, really early but so I made it seven more years but yeah but still it's very early it's like but I still feel like as we talk about I mean I'm far past the blood time but I still really feel that essence of the divine feminine you know what I mean it doesn't go away it's no. so here yeah it's so that was so awesome
1: we also still cycle energetically like nobody speaks about that either and so even though you still cycling and this beautiful you can see i'm going to now yes i love <laughs> your passion and the 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 wisdom of the crone is phenomenal it's a completely new rite of passage where you're so in tune where the veils are so thin where you have so much wisdom and i think that is what other cultures do differently they do revere the the older yes, women the wise women
0: right yes. the wise women like i was like my friend who channels the angels said like beloved one you will have more gray hair by the time you are really in your wise woman phase and it's like okay great i definitely am in my wise woman <laughs> phase now. Yeah, yeah, there's this song that uh, Jennifer Reif, who doesn't really share her music anymore, but I met her in Venice in 1990, probably 1991, and she had this song, and it was like, dark Hecate, wise mother Hecate, Deep the goddesses, oh, is it? It was like um, rich is your wisdom and your. Mm -hmm. It was like rich and sweet as Daphne's wine, right? It was like this wisdom that was like wine, and I love that idea of like the like, you know, the the grapes have been squeezed and crushed, lots has happened by the time, you know, you get to a. the wisdom years and so the 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 compassion right that's been woven or or what would you say carved out upon your heart through all the losses and all the changes and all the beauty and and all the journeys it's just like whoa you know you don't have that at age 30 you know you don't it's not the same i mean we're multi-dimensional beings so the more we open to our full multidimensionality. You do have that at any age. You could just be that, but there's there's something about walking in an earthen body, right? That does bring a certain amount. Well, it just adds experience, right? And with experience comes wisdom. It's kind of you know, it's not that metaphysical. It's just like you got more lines in your book. <laughs> you, got, you got way more, you know, pages in your book.
1: But that's. Ex- exactly what this blew me away with because the spiritual way was always. Sadly, I think we bypass. So we don't engage in our feelings. We don't feel what is real toxic positivity is a real thing. Oh,
0: man. I went through I went through a time in my body talk um, sessions where pathological hope it was up every single session my body talk practitioner would say okay we're doing another layer of pathological hope because our society man it's like be happy go forward achieve wear the pretty dress get the makeup right just do it just be part of the fun be part of the in crowd and then inside you know it's like that that part that's in the underworld that's like no feel me Like, like in Tommy, when he goes, see me, feel me, touch me, heal me, and it's just like, wow, there's that part of us that's just, needs us to, it's a balance, Marianne, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to if you get into the pain body right because there are pain body feeding sources that want to magnify the pain on this planet and so if you get really close to like the toilet bowl they can flush you and you can you can get into the collective actually you know total hell if you get there so it's this balance of like emotional hygiene right like keeping your emotions that need to be sort of cleansed from you keeping your pulse your finger on the pulse of that cleansing but trying not to get too mired in those really deep like grief right because if we go into the grief field we could just be crying for the rest of our lives right so there's this balance of like okay i dipped in i felt what was mine to feel in this moment right and sometimes what's mine to feel is the whole planet because right? i'm a grid worker i have planetary consciousness and so when something has to be purged from her i often get it just loaded onto me that's part of like my galactic teacher she's like eh, yeah you're one of the ones who takes out the garbage and you mm-hmm. contracted that before any major eclipses before any major planetary like influxes the planet has to be ready for that trajectory so she doesn't cataclysm, right? So that we can mitigate earthquakes, volcanoes, all the th- hurricanes, right? So some of that emotional body will get dumped right into me, and I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta process this before that eclipse, and I just accept it now. I'm like, okay, trash is coming, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you got the right word. It's the process. It's processing it.
0: It's yeah. not, not. Not like, not like finger painting with the, you know, the agony and making more, but just like, okay, here's the agony buried alive. You know, I've processed so many gnarly lifetimes. I'm like, oh, here's the buried alive lifetime again. Let's just lay down, tap the meridians. Okay, here we go. Let's watch ourselves die. It's very methodical. Oh, I got to go cook dinner, jump out of bed and cook dinner. (laughs) 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 <laughs> my life is so funny. Like I can go maybe be right in the middle of like a past life, you know, in incredible like trauma. And then I'm just like I'm I cleanse the whole trauma through my process and it's like twenty minutes, you know, twenty minutes sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, honey, I'll come and make the spaghetti. And I just mm-hmm. jump out and I'm like, you know, smiling and making spaghetti. And it <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. And it all, it hasn't always been like that, you know, in the early days in 1985, you know, 19, in the nineties, even I'd go down for two weeks into this massive yeah. despair, not knowing what's causing it. How do I clear it? Right. So I think now it's just like taking a shower. I'm like, uh Okay, ancient Greece, beheaded. Okay, no problem. Let's do that before lunch, you know. And then, and then before dinner, we'll uh, you know, go back to like abandoned by the tribe in uh, in the pioneer days. My little blonde-haired boy lifetime, you know. It's like, oh no problem. We'll do that before dinner, you know. <laughs> You've got skills. You've got the skills. <laughs> because it's moving so fast, right? I mean, we're in a way we're graduating from duality right so we're watching all the film strips of every Mm -hmm. lifetime that holds us in duality right so it's like it's like a movie is playing and we're the theater it's like oh look today what's playing oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and they're not all bad there's some super beautiful memories and beautiful lifetimes and it's interesting Mm -hmm. because the it's fun to borrow from the lifetimes where you had these beautiful experiences or even wow. skills, right? Like, like I'm an opera singer. I sing. I'm a singer. But in past lives, I was like, you know, an excellent businesswoman, and like I could, I could make money. It's like in this lifetime, I'm like, what? Huh? Like, can excuse me, businesswoman? Can you come in here? I need you. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> right, and uh, so. But in this lifetime, I'm like this real flowy kind of uh, dynamic, um, you know, I made mostly from Andromeda. That was my my mission directive in this lifetime was to bring my Andromedan DNA into the human DNA. And Andromedans are aquiferian, right? And we have two uh, forms that we choose, we can be this bird like thing that flies through the liquid rainbow plasma or we can be yeah or we can be this dolphin like thing that swims through the liquid plasma so like i'm i mean i'm like and so i'm like this rainbow mermaid fluid thing that like short circuits anything it touches and doesn't know how to business what's that you know click funnels what getting my music on cd like like oh my god somebody help me i'm just a dolphin i need my ocean and my loves all around me i don't care about anything else
1: that's why i love
0: you because i resonate i'm
1: a mermaid (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh no. <laughs> i wonder if i could put a dolphin picture without losing our signal or i mean it's yeah i mean i love being in the water it's just it's so much what i love it's it's okay let me take myself to the water oh my god Use <laughs> virtual background okay let's see let's pray okay let's go swim with this sea turtle oh yes all right okay now <laughs> right so like i need someone to like come do the business aspect be my recording engineer i'm just like the aquiferian songbird bliss bunny i don't want to do it no (laughs) that's what (laughs) other humans are for (laughs) Oh my God, I love this conversation. I didn't think I was going get it. But yeah, it's like, I had this like vision of myself, like trying to, cause I try to do my sound recording. And it's like a mermaid with like this massive wet hair, just like on the keyboard. And it's like, sorry, did I do that? Uh, excuse me, where's my sound man? <laughs> But the trouble is like, I'm the sound man, like I'm everything. I have to be the man, the woman, the everything. And I'm just like, no, because my husband works full time. Right. And he, yeah. So I have to be the man. I have to like produce my podcast. I have to figure out the sound and the sound engineer. Okay, I have to go into CD baby and figure out how to publish myself, you know, into the pro version and I have to sign up with ASCAP so I can use music. And I'm just like, I want my mother. I, 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 I need to go home. Where's the ocean? Yeah, yeah. Where are the sea turtles and the dolphins? You know. Well, what's going on? I want my mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I You're feel you, oh. Okay, so we went all over the map there. See, I told you. I was like, when I first got on this podcast with Marianne today, I was like, I'm so tired, but it's like Marianne's giving me all this energy because. <laughs> I'm like laughing and, and and dominating the conversation so I'll be quiet now. <laughs> no. This is a
1: conversation.
0: <laughs> okay, so here's my question. So how do you flow how do you reconcile and flow and do the business aspect with that does engage the cognitive right without losing your higher octaves like that's the million dollar question. How do you do it? So
1: everything is energy right <laughs> and before I do a thing I either place I either place one hand in my heart, one hand in my womb space and I say to spirit what do I need to do today and then it comes whatever needs to be done today needs to be done today and the masculine aspect is in my google calendar But the feminine, if I don't get to what has to be done, we don't do that. Because how can you question, my biggest thing is, how can I question what spirit is asking me to do? If I'm really here for this mission, if I'm really standing up for my sole purpose, then I should be leading that way. And yes, there are days that I come to go, oh, but I have A, B, C, and D. And it's coming back to, this is not about you, what do you need to do? How are you serving the collective? What is spirit asking of you? And it's so amazing as well. Like you were speaking about the timelines and quantum. And I've had a lot of like the admin stuff bogged down on me. And I've now got two young people who are very keen to do it all. And I'm like, well, there you go. You need to do this and you need to do that. Because before, I didn't want to delegate everything. Yeah. But if I'm really going to serve and do the work, exactly like you were saying, you just want to sing. I just want to channel.
0: <laughs> I know, I channel too, yeah. I to do
1: the work. That's what I'm here to do. But the other thing is, I connect to the people I want to work with. And so it's like, I see them, I feel them. What I've learned in this as well is we're not for everybody and everybody's not for us Absolutely. because we have different modes, different frequencies and we resonate with who we resonate with. Right. So me, I really believe like if I'm calling you in and you appear, I'm not going to sit on a call and go, well, you don't suit me, darling. I sit and go, why, why do you want
0: to do this work? Talk yeah. to me about yeah, tell impact. me what attracts you to this work. Why do you want to be here? Yeah. Why, you know, yeah. Uh, what are you, yeah. Look,
1: the one thing you'll have to do is trust me and believe in magic. I actually say that to people. You need to believe in magic
0: and trust my, and, and not my process, and trust the process. The process. Believe in yeah. magic. I love it. Do you believe in magic in a young girl's heart? The rhythm of music and da-da-da-da. Believe in the magic of a young girl's soul. Believe in the magic of a rock and roll. <laughs> right, right. It's like, that's like the most important thing. Like, do you believe? Right? Because like, when I do like an intuitive sound healing, it's like, okay, I know that I can bring in The codes, right, that are really needed for this to facilitate this next level of blossoming for this person, whatever they come in with. And, but it has to be like, okay, are you open and receptive for the miraculous to bring you something new? And if they're not, I can't, my codes can't get in. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like, so we, so they kind of have to be like for me, like my clients, they could, there's, usually right at the edge of there's something more there's something more that i'm craving there's something more that i want to feel and so then i just bring it and they open to it and it's like magic right it's magic exactly
1: and then you see them and they light up and it's a lot of the time the processes and a lot of what you do as well i think is intuitive so it's watching that magic and then them coming back and go, wow, I feel,
0: and then all the feels. All the feels, yeah, yeah. That's so beautiful. So when you do, do you do like a series of sessions that like progress into opening the womb wisdom? Or do you how does that work? Like say I <laughs> signed up with you and I I called you up and said, Marianne, I want to work with you. So what would our protocol be? Or is it's probably different. different it is different for everyone so I have a
1: program called womb with me and if someone's just getting started with womb wisdom then I normally say that's the place to go because what I do as well is I use embodiment because if you can't feel it's about connecting your energy if you can't feel your body there's no ways you're going to hear your womb so there's a whole process and my process is hear me see me feel me touch me taste me and we go through all of that and there's so much wounding and there's so much healing that can be done and so normally I would put somebody through that process and then what I do which is different is normally a woman who have either been working with the womb or there's specific things that they want to work on then I do what
0: I call I actually haven't even named it because it's sounds naming things is really hard. I mean it's like (laughs) it's it's that left brain again, right? Because it's just okay, but this is a dynamic and ever-changing procedure and I'm gonna call it something. Like (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
1: But it takes it's 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 very different. (laughs) It's takes yoni steaming and then I like channel into energy work and then there's somatics that come into it and so it's this beautiful process and normally it looks like cleansing so you start cleansing the womb space and then working normally if there's a problem with either the ovaries fallopian tubes Mm -hmm. uterus and then working with but some people are different as well some people want to um tap into more of their creation mode and then we go that way and then often end up with is lineage work where are you in your lineage most people don't even claim where they are they don't even know what they've inherited so then you get to choose what I want to keep what I want to get rid of so we do that work and that's a very different looking um, process. And then I've got something else, which is completely different called Luna Queen, which I just love, which is so ritualistic. It's also with but Uh it's more
0: ceremony and Yeah, connecting with the phases of the moon and things. Yeah, I want to go back to a flower field. (laughs) (laughs) Pardon me as I as I travel around. I have this little these pink flowers. Ooh, maybe roses, since we're really talking about the womb, you know, and the rose. Aren't these beautiful? These are double delights. Oh my god, they're so. They are double delights. Oh my god, (laughs) you could just stop and go. Okay, the show's over. We're just gonna take in the ecstasy of these colors okay but it's so you're saying I'm sorry I
1: digress oh, No, no no it, it's really funny because as we moved over to doing the work that's when I used the pink rose the red rose is more the wisdom and the grounding and the rooting mm-hmm. so all the roses they all have different magic <laughs> Love
0: that they do don't they the magic yes and one thing i wanted to share with you and i don't know if you know this i just learned it from my galactic uh, community that i'm in and um god it's so beautiful that as the womb is healing the flower that actually imprints the sacred geometry that brings the healing of the whole womb is the iris mm. and it's amazing because it's this You know indigo purple iris and and the other thing is that the the template that most represents the divine mother is the dark black starry sky which of course you have behind you so it's amazing is like that beautiful velvety dark starry sky and vincent van gogh was of the cathar lineage he knew what he was doing the starry starry night
1: is the divine
0: mother's template and the iris which he we know right his garden of irises so he was totally bringing i don't know when he lived like in the i i'll get this wrong 1600s 1800s um even in his way before the time that the divine mother cloak would come to the earth because it really the starry starry night dark matter template came to the earth october of 2022 right so here he is painting back in wow so long ago he's painting that starry night sky and then when vincent when um when don mclean you know created the starry starry night paint your palette blue and gray that song like carries the codes of the Divine Mother too. it's like, you know, and but I just want to tell you that because isn't that cool that he knew very beautiful happy. Vincent, you know, and he had to lose his ear. And you know, he was very troubled soul, because some of the souls that bring in these immensely huge archangelic codes before their time, they don't make it because it's there's too much grief and there's just too much pain in the body. Like um, Nick Drake was the same. He was bringing an archangelic presence in 1970. Oh, sorry. When did he die? He need to get my dates. I think he died in 74. Anyway, and he he predicted the pink moon of April 2017, which would bring down some of the darkest forces on the planet he actually predicted it the pink moon he says none of you who stand so tall the pink moon's gonna get you all he he knew (laughs) and poor guy i think he commits suicide he by 1936 because he i mean by his 36 year birthday i think is when maybe he was younger maybe he's 26 and so it's interesting these beautiful souls come in to bring these codes just by living on earth, they bring yeah. that code in, even if they have to die. It's such a, it's so beautiful. I just want to honor Vincent and, and, um, and uh, Nick <laughs> for a minute there, because they were bringing those beautiful, beautiful codes. <sighs> yeah. Nick Moore, the divine fem- um. Van go more the divine feminine, and Nick yeah. or the divine masculine, but they were before their time. Yeah. Do you know Nick Drake? I should send yeah. you, I'll send yeah. you the pink moon song. Yeah. He's a beautiful, beautiful singer. And, uh, anyway, so it sounds so lovely what you do with the, and all the different aspects, you know, you've got the lineage work, you know, you've got the embodiment work. You've got so many beautiful petals to this process. Do you I have just, yeah. yeah, do you have online no. classes or do you teach everything? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm a bit of a funny thing.
0: <laughs> no,
1: I live all the way in South Africa. So, but, and they are. There are different communities, yeah. But for me, I've really come to love the global community. So for me, the majority of my work is online. And then there's different retreats that I'll go to and pop up during the year. But it's just, it's so funny, not funny, synchronous, how all the souls come together and then often we'll sit in circle. And then it's a case of you you came from this country and I come from this country, but the essence, the souls are the same. And so it's finding home within a home for so many people as well. And that's why a lot of people have a lot to say about the online space, but I love it from that point of view because so many people feel like a lone wolf when they can actually have a wolf pack.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and during... Of course, everyone always brings this up, but during COVID, you know that's all we had with all the yeah. restrictions. Here, I got this scarf. Let's see if it uh, complements the. Oh yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> this is my children's birthday party. Sarah Sparkle scarf. <laughs> I
1: think you should <laughs> I get this. my
0: puppets. My puppets want to talk to you. Oh, I have a unicorn over here. Oh, oh you, you see
1: you my, you? my energy.
0: I'm all about the unicorns. <laughs> I'm a baby
1: unicorn so tiny this oh. one's not a
0: puppet but she's so cute I love her I have I have 10 of these I have like a whole tr- troop oh wow they're in the other room she's like in here because usually I take her to like slumber parties or sleepovers I sound like a little kid no <laughs> I have a lot of look at the tail. <laughs> Isn't it so cute? And this yes. mane, it's like all rainbow. Oh, <laughs> okay. See. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, is it? Can you see it? It's disappearing on the screen. Yeah, it's disappearing in the virtual. <laughs> there we go.
1: We can see, see the tail.
0: The tail. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, she's got the rainbow mane. And then she's got the Oh, now you can see and the rainbow tail. Yes. And a little silver that. horn. Oh. Uh, okay, I'll just stay uh, here and hold my unicorn for the next half hour.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, you can.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> I had two. I had these two puppets, and they had this big silver horn, each one of them, and I called them the Pointer Sisters. <laughs> I love is <this. laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Uh, <laughs> anyway love so it's it's really sweet to just explore you know together it's like yeah i mean i think oh it's so that's one of the most for me the most beautiful thing about being alive is getting to find each other you know you. it's just getting to find each other it's like it it makes up for all the pain all the sorrow all the fear all the other things that that it is to be human, to know that we're all in this reunion and celebration. Like we're in the process of discovering each other. Like we've entered the dance floor now, and it's just who's at this dance with me? Who? Who is going to be around the ne- behind the punch bowl? Who is that? Oh, it's Marianne, right? It's, it's Marianne. And then this tesseract of delight unfolds because you're reunited with like a piece of your heart a piece of your own soul it's like oh my god and then you think tomorrow who's gonna who's gonna be around the the corner when I you know when I go around to turn the corner in the dance floor who's that gonna be and wow. and somehow trusting that there's some kind of uh That it's not random now, that there's like a soul traffic controller up at the Unity like logos that's like, okay, let's get Marianne and Sarah together on Friday. We'll get these together over here, right? And then and then it starts to speed up into this quantum of like more and more finding each other until this body of unity is really blossoming on the earth in this way. And so that's what keeps me going. That's why no, I keep it, breathing
1: you and I exactly the same exactly because we can create this world we want to live in. We can be
0: in the Aquarian age. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. And, and, and it's like this, if you think of this body of unity and you think of us all, right. Cause, cause the planet earth in her natural state, right. Cause she's in a fallen state right now in her natural state she's a unity being and so it's kind of like the instruction sets from her global brain because it was so massacred and invaded she hasn't been able to give her instruction sets to us so we're wandering around going where am I going what's my tribe like where what you know we know there's this great potential for for this unity and yet where We don't exactly know where it is. It's just this one by one. But as that global brain of unity in Gaia, in, you know, in earth, Gaia is seventh dimensional earth, but I like the word Gaia. Gaia wakes up, then she starts to send out the instruction sets and we know exactly where to go. And that's the time my angels always say, just be in, be in the absolute bounty of your now moment because that's really all you can all you have is your now right that's mm. where everything is there's just you can't, it's not in the future it's not in the past but I still have this strong like vision and knowing and appetite for that quickening time when we all start really finding each other <laughs> I can't help it I can't help it I'm like oh you know and I know there's festivals and lots of things but my inner work is so huge that I'm a hermit. I have to lay in bed and travel to all the dimensions and bridge the worlds. I can't drive up to see my friends on Orcas Island and meet with 70, 150 people at like a flaming extrovert that I am. I have to be breathing and sitting on the grass, right in that stability. Cause you can't do the total multidimensional work and be a world dancer like there's that tarot card that's called the world dancer and my extroverted self would love to just be a world dancer that's all i want but the deep work i'm, I'm a hermit until further notice uh, <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> I, w- I was in bali and i went to this beautiful event with beautiful people and it was just there must have been about close to a hundred people there it was way too much for my system to handle i went all the way out of the venue sat near the ocean for the rest of the evening away
0: from everybody right right when you're so super sensitive yeah, and yeah. You're empathic and you're feeling it all sometimes yeah. just having two people come to your house and sing with you is the richest thing in the world right richer than being with 150 and having these little interactions that can't quite go deep yeah it's a but i do believe that there'll be a time where all of our energy fields will be more coherent right and that's when we'll be able to go into huge numbers and feel the incredible support of all that coherence. Right. And, and as a singer, and as a a group song facilitator, that's one of the biggest visions, like I've had visions of us in football stadiums, right, where there's like, they hold like 30,000 people, or I don't, I don't know what it is, but all of them singing this simple song of love, so that the whole earth is like starting to resurrect from the coherence of all these hearts joined together. Like, I have a song that goes, love is in the earth. Love is in the earth. We are all a part of this great dream of joy. We are all a part of this great leap of faith. Can you imagine like 33? thousand people singing that together the the world that's that's what will ascend the earth from out of the fear based reality that's what I'm told it will be group song that gathers more and more coherence and finally Mm. penetrates the veil that locks any fear left over the earth will literally be vaporized in that song of love so it's like wow So that's what I I think right now, everyone has so much going on. When you put 150 people with so much going on, and you can perceive the shadow underneath, and the the hungry (laughs) ghost, and the pathological hope, and the escapism, and the drugs are pulling them out of the body, and the reversal spin. And I go in there, I was like, ah! And everyone's having so much fun and I'm like, sorry, I read all energy signatures and I can't handle this. <laughs> it's like, wouldn't ignorance be bliss? I've works. always
1: said that once you're on this path, you try be ignorant, you try go back.
0: It it never works. But <laughs> right, you can't go back, right? Once the veils come down, there's nothing you can there's no drug that'll really hold it back. There's no yeah, like in my early days, when I when my anxiety and despair were so extreme, I did go on uh, antidepressants for two years. And I'm grateful, it really helped with the serotonin, and the neurotransmitters for those two years, I really needed it. But ever since then, my higher self is like, absolutely not, you know, you're a veil lifter. By 1995, you have to be there to lift the veil. And you are not going to be on drugs. You can't do it. And sure enough, I was, I did, I got off of them by, by 1994 and the veil came off in 95. And then there was pull shift prevention, which I had to get ready for. So there's never been a time w- where I could just go to sleep and hang out yeah. and numb it out. Right. Cause there, there was a timetable because of nine 11, I had to get prepared for every single thing that was going to hit after 9 11. And I was like, what am I on? Am I on a race? I feel like you're, I mean, don't we have time to just hang out and maybe take an antidepressant or, you know, can I, and they said, no, you absolutely do not. We're on a timetable. And so I was like, okay. And looking back, it's like, it's been one thing after another. I mean, one thing after another veil vale came off in 1995. Um, then we had 911. After 911, the workload was so much bigger. It's so much bigger. Um, and then Divine Mother started coming in in 2008. Then planet Tiamat started merging its logos through my body with planet Earth in 2011. 2010 the twin monad matrix from planet tiamat came in all of this was preparing the earth for the attempt of her pole shift that was going to occur in 2012 so all the the planets that are connected the great sisters of earth in the fifth dimension were uniting with her to strengthen her staff right because they pulse it to try to collapse it and i was i was a big part of that bringing in all that stuff and if i had been drugged up there's no way no way all my multi-dimensional elevators and transit systems would have been like plugged sorry <laughs> not happening not available and then and then it was like before the pull shift i delivered 6.5 million soul fragments home unbelievable It's the craziest experience i mean it was un- but there's no way my body and nervous system would have been available for that kind of transit if I'd been on drugs. So it's been sometimes I just wish, oh please, just give me a pill.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> like too much work to use the stuff.
0: Yeah, it's like, no, sorry, you're the super highway for 6.5 million souls trapped in Project Looking Glass from the Nazi timelines. You don't get to take a drug. <laughs> sorry. It's not what you agree to. <laughs> and people say, oh, you can just, you know, say I'm not doing my contract. You can rescind your contract. I've, you never, really I've no. never really felt like I would ever want to rescind my contract yeah. because I came, you know what I mean? I was on Andromeda in absolute bliss, flying through the plasma rainbow waves when we got the call. The human genome is going to go extinct on planet Earth. You know, there was no, you don't stop and go, sorry, I want to take a few more laps around the (laughs) rainbow liquid plasma. (laughs) No, no, no. You're like, okay, okay, I'm going, I'm coming. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I sat on that diving board in my crystalline city. I don't know for like what would be on Earth probably three months just sitting there going, I can't do it. I can't jump I can't do it (laughs) and then finally I guess finally I jumped but it was sitting there just going no 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 (laughs) you got to be kidding no like jumping into like a frozen Alaskan you know hole in the ice it's like you're like no no (laughs) I'm not doing that no (laughs) oh marianne it's so sweet to just like i love it with you because like i can just like pop into every single topic right and it's like and and you're right there with me it's like it's it's cool so is there anything else that you'd like to share with us we've got you know six more minutes i like to kind of do it well no we probably have because we chatted for about seven minutes we probably have like 10 minutes to just kind of let you and i will zip my lips
1: hmm. <laughs> i'm enjoying the conversation
0: oh good i always uh yeah that's my challenge my challenge is like okay close the mouth and open the ears
1: <laughs> no i've just i i adore speaking to like-minded souls and like feeling souls i would say and even the picture of the rose is so much of the heart and it's all about opening to service and by serving the collective we can change the world so i'm so grateful for the work that you are doing so unselfishly and showing up for so that everything can shift Mm -hmm. so is there anything i have to say no i think it's all perfect
0: (laughs) so my my next um um the challenge that's kind of alive for me is like how how do we allow this super high octane diamond light that's coming into the planet now like how do we how do we integrate that into human bodies right that that are acclimated to certain frequencies certain our pathways to circulate this incredible liquid plasma that's coming in our pathways are you know they've kind of been closed up and corroded and and to really bring to give the the message to the body that heaven is on earth right That that Amorea Dream Seed was telling us yesterday in this beautiful class that the body is the ground for the for the out of the spirit and that the body is the perfect ground for our spirit to permeate it's not it's not a prison it's it's not a place that we want to get away from it's not a mm-hmm. thing that we just want to ascend out of and be done with it's, you know, it's, and that's where all the programming of religion, you know, telling us the body is sinful and sex is sinful. And it's like, no, it's like sexuality and the portal, the portal to ascension is in the, va- the vagina in the vulva. The yeah. whole stars are inside the womb that, and to ignite that, to bring the purity of the higher dimensions back into the lower tell the body you know i'm sorry i believed these things
1: i'm sorry
0: i bought the program i love you i am i there's no place i'd rather be than here with you and then the body can start to go oh i'm i'm loved and then the pathways start to open in the body which allow the spirit right the diamond sun to begin Fully expressing itself and blossoming this garden of Eden. Yeah. And so I'm doing a lot of, after that class with Amarea, I've been feeling a lot of sadness for all the things I've believed about my body and the ways I've rejected it to, to want to be where there's more light. Maybe it's more immediate in the other dimensions, but this body has the potential. To enable us to blossom this light in the most beautiful rhythmic progression Mm. and 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 it's just it's innocent like the body is innocent like it didn't do anything wrong even though it was created from cataclysm the third dimension was created from cataclysm but but it's here and it's beautiful and if we just love it then it is the ground It is our ground, our soil from which to blossom this, this, all the highest frequencies. So today I've been in this deep grief, like, I'm sorry, body. Right. And so talking to you, who's so much about valuing and cherishing, you know, the womb and the feminine body is is it's really beautiful timing this morning. I was like, I'm so tired. I don't think I can do this. But I'm like, I'll just put a red rose. the red roses will give me strength, you know, and, um, and I knew talking to you would give me strength. And so uh, here we are in this amazing time. So
1: I always tell people as well, that your body houses your soul. So would you reject your soul? Would you tell your soul things that you didn't like? No, you wouldn't. And it's the very vessel carrying your divinity. And so the womb for me is amazing because it is. It's the connection between the divine and the earth. It's the oracle. It navigates even your bleed. You will bleed and change your cycle before you even know your womb will do it for you and she will tell you things but when it comes to that's actually what i'm all about is body awareness um and that just develops a love for who who you be who you are and people don't want to go there they don't even want to look in the mirror they don't even want to see their own reflection people you you would have a look at and think oh you're the most beautiful gorgeous soul i've ever seen walking the earth." they will look they will often have a problem even looking in the mirror and what i find beautiful is um there's a clay ritual which which i do as well and after the womb work the womb work just melts the shame and the guilt yeah and and there fully naked with your sisters in a beautiful presence and go this is me this is who i am these are my roles Uh, that's my power but it's still fine i have
0: backup okay love well we're just about done as you melt into the dark matter template of our cosmic divine mother love (laughs) it's perfect it's so beautiful to talk to you today, Marianne. And I know we'll be friends forever, you know, and maybe I'll be able to come and travel there and do one of your beautiful workshops. Yeah. So we'll have all of Marianne's information in the show notes. Um, so you can contact her and do work with her. And thank you so much, sweetheart.
1: <laughs> thank you for that work you- honored. Thank you, sister.
0: Mm-hmm. all right, love. well, we'll be in touch for sure and um have a beautiful it's it's nighttime over there, isn't it yeah it's it's amen. morning over here we're in the the two sides of the the yin and the yang in the sacred marriage <laughs> All right, sweetie. I'll talk to you soon much love mm-hmm. and thanks for joining us today, everyone, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. bye, bye. Thanks so much for joining me, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find all of the guest information, as well as my contact information, in the show notes. The musical selections for the intro and the outro were Let Yourself Be Awash in a Sea of Love and Mother Song. You can listen to and purchase these songs and more at sarahadams1.bandcamp.com. If you found value in today's content, please like and share as it really helps support the continued production of this podcast. If you would like to schedule a free informational call with me, you can do that at Calendly.com forward slash Sarah Adams Healing forward slash 30 minutes. Many blessings and we will see you in the next episode. Mother, flow caught golden raindrops from your loving hand. Mother, feel me dance upon your warm brown land.
1: Mother, blow